three dads and a console. We know not every dad can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in video game news that you need to know about. So we are here to do it for you. Remember, this show is kid-friendly, so no earmuffs are needed. I am one of your hosts, Wobble Plays, alongside, as always, the Court Lalon. Hello, Court. Hello, how are you doing? I'm well. What's new? Uh, I can officially say that I finished The Last of Us. I like I can say it now on air. I can be like, yeah, I finished The Last I of Us. Say it. I even replied to, because uh, <laughs> I could say that I played it. So when uh, Walmart Gaming yesterday was like, so what game is everybody playing? I'm like, Last of Us Remake. And they just sent me like a cheeky thing. I'm like, what? Like, uh, that's what I'm playing. Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> it's done. True. I'm on my second playthrough. Oh God! You tweeted the uh, you tweeted the title screen, so I mean it's fact. Hey, well, that's what I'm saying. We were allowed to do that. Also, alongside is the one and only Pez. Hello, Pez. Hey, how's it going, mates, lads, lasses? What's the crack? <laughs> You're just getting more European as the episodes continue. I don't even think that's European. It's more of like a, just like whatever. He's like he's he's living in a pirate game. Like he'll be the only one streaming the new Ubisoft game. Like let's be honest, Pez is all over Skull and Bones. Yeah, uh, if, he, if, everybody else in the world to be playing God of War, and he's like Skull and Bones all day if long. I can get a crew to join me. You're right. I would. <laughs> the true crew. The two crew. I don't know. I see. I see able-bodied lads right here. Maybe this is it. This is Waba, like the Skull and Bones. If it does no. right here. If if the game doesn't include a hockey stick, Waba doesn't play it. Or have yeah. trophy support. Yeah, seriously. Like, hey, have you finished Peppa Pig yet? Me? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm waiting for my daughter. You got to get the platinum in that. Like, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm sorry she now. takes forever. <laughs> she we playing five-minute sessions. I um, got the platinum in that and the 1,000 gamer score. Cool. When are you going to become a real platy daddy? That's the real question. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I live... So, uh, oddly enough, I live in Keswick, and, like, Keswick dinner jackets are, like, it's a joke because like it's plaid. Like if I if 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 Daps lived in in Keswick, his sports coat there would have to be one of those plaid ones with the the the, the patches, for sure. Yeah, and a little bit of uh, you know some some sort of tartan underneath or some sort of plaid oh, I, patterning. I, it, with that time I went to the Unicorn Cafe, that was on the recommendations of Mister uh, Dapper Tux here, and so that's our guest. Like, well, might as well like introduce yeah. our guest here. We are here with the one, the only, the famous Dapper Tux. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank I, you I absolutely love the show, love the energy. So uh, yeah, when I when I saw the invite, I was like, okay, got to make this happen. And it's hard though, like as all of us being dads to schedule something, it's like, well, I want to do this thing, but I've got to do this. I got to go to a unicorn cafe or I got to go to a hockey game or so on and so forth. But you know what? It's it's what we do as gaming dads, right? 100%. Right. Like you've been at the X, what, like every day this week? Uh, yeah, it seems like that. It's actually been uh, four days. I'll be back tomorrow, so I can I can plug that. That uh, September first, I'll be back at the CNE Gaming Garage, powered by AMD. Uh, but yeah, that's been a really uh, exciting opportunity. Uh, when I was younger, you know, Toronto boy, grew up at the CNE, so to be asked to to host that, and I've been doing it for oh about I know, almost five years now. Uh, it, it's just been awesome. Get to see so many people out in the community and host some panels with some really, really awesome folks, uh, you know, in, in and around Toronto and a lot of, you know, other Canadian influencers in the gaming space. So uh, it's been, it's been rad. Did you go to the food pavilion? Oh, I went on the media day and the media day holds a special place in my heart because what they do is, uh, outside, uh, right in front of, uh, uh, where TFC and the Argos play, they set up in front of the field, like every single thing, craziest, best food for you to try. You just give it a shot. So it's like, uh, what's 10, the best calorie day? What's, what's the, it's, it's almost like a one-upmanship of like the craziest stuff. So this year, I think one of the big headline things was, uh, lemonade, macaroni, sorry, macaroni, lemonade, dill pickle, lemonade, um, ketchup, soft serve, mustard soft serve which is surprisingly like not as revolting as i would think ketchup soft serve was probably pretty good it it was all right like it was like more vanilla-y than ketchup but 
every year at the CNE, they're trying to always like one up all oh, the, the best thing I had. The banger was uh, they deep fried like mozzarella balls and dusted them in cinnamon toast crunch. And I'm a big cinnamon toast crunch stand. Oh, it was delicious. Cinnamon toast crunch is delicious. Cinnamon toast I, crunch is the best. My I wife only me had it. It's the best. I only had it. Uh, what? I, I tried it because because um, a certain person on the show bought me a, a thing of cereal that's pretty much cinnamon toast crunch. So I was like, oh, I should try it first. He still hasn't sent me the cereal. They'd probably expire by the time it gets to me. But that's weird. I bought cinnamon toast crunch. I didn't have it until I was in my forties. What? what? Yeah. No so way. growing up, like in my house, my mom wouldn't let me have that, that kind of stuff. Like, that that the title of this episode. Court has not had cinnamon toast. Crunch. No, I had it now. It's I had it. As someone that loves like French toast and loves cinnamon, I finally had it and I gave it to my daughter and she literally like ran around the house for an hour after eating it. But (laughs) they have um, a cinnamon toast crunch like branded stuff now. Like they have like like a a jam now that you can buy. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's in the United States. I I seriously doubt that's in Canada. All the stuff in the US. I was just down in Buffalo yesterday and my shopping trips just turned into like, what is the craziest thing that they've taken like one product and mashed it into another? I had uh, when I was down in Florida, uh, Fruity Pebbles ice cream, and it was yep. it was good. It that was like some that was <laughs> and dude, our our food will put you in the ground quick. But that's what we're. <laughs> that's I, like, I I know that time when you got the Lucky Charms uh, the hot chocolate, and then I was up in Collingwood and I saw it there, and I like messaged that. I was like, oh my god, I found it! Like I found it yep. in the wild because like certain stores might magically have it because it was magically delicious. It was it was good. It was dude, they brought good, back right? Oreo O's. That's yeah. the best cereal. It was Oreo. It's just like, what is it? Apples? Was it Apple Jacks? But it, just Oreo flavored. So, oh, that that sounds delicious. So My neighbor and I, like, and and I think he's a little little older than I am. But we were shoveling our our snow, and it was like we got like forty centimeters, and it was insane. So my wife comes out with the two cups. And I know that it was supposed to be like Lucky Charms marshmallows. And I was hyping it up for my neighbor. And and I was just like, where's the marshmallows? And I said to my neighbor, his name's Doug. I'm like, you want the marshmallows? He's like, of course I want the marshmallows. So we're both out there, like two like 12-year-olds, just like drinking, drinking our like Lucky Charms marshmallows, uh, hot chocolate. And it was just amazing. What a bonding yeah, phenomenal. experience. I've still got it. I've still got it. So what we did... To, to spice it up a little bit, I actually bought the Lucky Charm cereal as well. And then my daughter and I went through and we picked out all the marshmallows so that when we did it, we put the whipped cream on top and then we put the extra marshmallows <laughs> in the whipped cream. <laughs> you ma- go you make her go home. Dude, in the US, they have only marshmallow Lucky Charms. I, they I do it for you. That. Just the marshmallows. That I don't understand. Disgusting. <laughs> what do you mean? Someone's got to do it, Court, and we will gladly. Oh my um, god! I like ten pounds of just just the marshmallows on eBay. So you know what? Maybe that'll be one episode where I'll just sit here and just eat the marshmallow of marshmallow. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just hold goodness. it in your hand. Don't even acknowledge it. Like popcorn. Oh. Throw it in. <laughs> so I yeah, know um, we're here to ta- today to talk about um, probably some of the best things to come out of America, not just cereal, but in terms of video games. Um, the big topic of the day that Court alluded to is The Last of Us. Now. Court and Dapper have both had the opportunity to play Last of Us, so we want to ask for their impressions and, you know, also ask a lot of questions. Um, I've played the game before. Pez has not. So um, uh, I played it. I didn't like it. You didn't play enough. That's why. So, oh, yeah. No. Whoa. So really? So Dapper, so yeah. little little thing about Pez. He also doesn't like Uncharted. True. I know, no right? It's way. So That's weird. like one of my best games of yeah. all time. I played yeah. Wow. One and I went, oh, this game sucks. I'm not playing it. Well, you know what? In you fairness what? to that. Y- yeah. Yeah. Go for two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, like, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm not going to say any Uncharted game sucks because I couldn't live with myself. Um, mm-hmm. But in fairness, um, I felt like the, the, I'm a huge Indiana Jones fan. I love Indiana Jones. And there was just, after seeing like the Kingdom of, and the kid. Sorry, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was it? I was just like, oh, and yeah, it's, it's bad. I found the Uncharted series was like that thing I was waiting for to fill that gap, and it did. It's just the, the first game I found to where did you make it to the end of the game? Like, did you play the whole thing? No, I probably made it seventy five percent of the way. Okay, uh, I would say it, was, it, it would have picked up by then, but I mean, I think it really truly comes into form with Uncharted two. Three was was pretty good. Um, the set pieces in there were great, but then four was just like the sort of magnum opus. But yeah, like I like hearing people that don't always are just like, yeah, we all love this, and we're all just going to go with the hive mind and say that we like it, and we don't. But 
what didn't you like about it? For me, uh, with Uncharted 1, the story was fine. It was the controls I hated. And I don't know oh. if it was like it just because it's old game old, you know what I mean? But I was like, I yeah. can't. I feel like I had to fight the game to play it the whole time. Okay. The controls okay. are bad. They are. As someone who tried to go back and play um, the, the whole collection again when I first got my PS5, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go back and play everything. I was like halfway through one. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go to two. I'm good. I know the story. I'm just going to go to two. Two was great. Three was great. I used to think three was my favorite, and then two is now my favorite, and then four, mm-hmm. then three, then one. Actually, I would probably take the uh, the Legacy Collection and throw it a like. Yeah, one is probably my least favorite of all the Uncharted. Where would you rate now. the Vito yeah. one? Actually, Golden Abyss. I liked Golden Abyss. Yeah, I was a big was, fan of that game, except for the fact that you throw grenades and use the touch controls to do so, which was very annoying. Okay. And uh, yeah, so if- stupid. Golden Abyss counts. I played two Uncharted games because I actually played that one to okay. completion because it was on the Vita and I love the Vita. I played Thank it. God. I, mean, I, would, I would count that. I would count that. Redemption but has edited my Last of Us review and now he says officially I said, that he's going, going to he's gonna go play it. But I'm not buying you it at full price. Editors? There we go. I'm so jealous of the fact that you have editors. Yeah, I got Pez and I have Ryan Turford at Carpool. I couldn't yeah, edit nice. if I tried. I, 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 can, I can write a script, I can play the game, I can take notes, I can skate, save all that. Like, I saved all the, the video and I labeled the videos, I did all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to putting it all together, yeah, I, I just I ain't got no talent for Interns that. can apply at 3 gmail.com. <laughs> <Unpaid. laughs> I, I offer to, <laughs> I, I offer to edit the video, uh, edit the review. So, uh, you know, when Cord is messing up, he'll go... I know you like that one because he knows I'm laughing at him when he tries the same thing like three times. <laughs> I, I've heard it's that not you as easy as it sounds. Do pay your editors in uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows. So <laughs> pays them in B bucks. <laughs> I, I would rather I pay have him in that because I can't have marshmallows. <laughs> I I subscribe to his Twitch channel. There we go. That's all I need. So Dapper, we'll let you go first. Overall impressions of the Last of Us remake. I was I was totally shocked at how good it was um, for something that I had played so many times over. I just thought, you know, I'm going to have to go through the motions. Things are going to be uprezzed here. Um, and I was just like, I don't think there's enough in here to justify this at first. But then I played it and playing through it. And, um, you know, not to get into too much of the, the jargon that I think a, a lot of, you know, uh, like Sony and PlayStation has provided, but it, it's true. Like when you start looking through, uh, when you start playing the game, the graphics, the the acting, what they did with the actual character models, just to bring things, just so much. There's just so much more emotion in it. it. It was just insane. And plus the, again, the updating of the controls as well too. The enemies were a lot more challenging, which I really liked. Like that was something that was like, okay, I'm not used to them being them. I was like literally flanked. Like it was insane. I would be like behind crates and I'm like, most uncharted games, or sorry, most naughty dog games is like, okay, you're in cover. You're going to be okay. Unless they, they toss a grenade. But this time around they would search in pairs. It just seemed like the world was so much more alive. Outside of that, I was a little bit disappointed. And I think, the game has seen like, you know, a little bit of hit back on Metacritic with the scoring with the lack of anything kind of new. Um, if it's your first time playing it, oh man, like this is a lights out experience. You must own this on the, on the PS five, uh, unless you don't like the series at all. But, um, it's, it's one of those things that is absolutely fantastic. They made it look great. Uh, they brought in a lot of the, uh, elements that made the last of us part two. So great. Like again, from mechanics, to uh, a lot of like the, the weapon table, like court, I'm sure you're playing a lot with like, you know, upgrading weapons and things like that. It's just, it is so satisfying. It could be like ASMR, like in terms of like cleaning the guns and oh man. When they make, when you make the, uh, the bombs with the, uh, the scissors in it, just the noise of the cans opening. I, I yeah. just, I love it. Like it's a phenomenal yeah. noise. Uh, yeah. So it is, it's so cool. There are some like funny things with the, uh, the actual like upgrading, uh, your guns and weapons at the table. Like sometimes it's like, Oh, in order to, uh, increase the uh, oh, rate do. of fire, he just like, like will clean the gun with a rag and it's like, okay, now I can shoot faster. 
but it, outside of that, there's some really cool animations where Joel like literally outfits the gun and his body covers it. But then when when he, when he brings the gun back into view after the upgrade's done, it's just like, oh man, this is this is really something. I also noticed that in the cutscenes, if you've upgraded a weapon and he's holding that weapon, the upgraded weapon will be in that cutscene. Yeah, because originally in the the original Last of Us, the cutscenes weren't in engine. So yes. I didn't know that until the remake came out, and that's when they pretty oh, much cool. admitted it for the first time. So they they were they were actually just like cutscenes; they weren't in engine cutscenes. So now the the cutscenes are definitely in engine. Um, and continue. it's interesting you notice that because uh, too, like I got a little bit too up close and personal with uh, an enemy, and when I hit them, it left a bit of a splash back on me, and then in the cutscene, it, it was there. But what? it is. And we talked about this. It is a visceral experience. I think because the world building is so good, the lore is so good, and the characters are so natural in their behavior. When you like grab someone and you're you're you know hold almost holding them hostage, the way they plead with you in that it it starts. It's very jarring. It starts in other games. They just kind of ragdoll and they're like, "Oh, you've got me now. I'm done." They start pleading with you and start saying things like, "Okay, let's you know take this one step at a time." And it's yeah, it. It really, it really freaks you out. But um, I think Naughty Dog, with with telling a story such as this, they just they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I I, I have to concur on a lot of that. I'll I'll start off actually with one of the things that I, I don't know if it's like a, a perturb or I was very surprised on the choice when they didn't just make the Left Behind DLC part of the story because technically when you start the Left Behind DLC, it it brings you into back into the game a certain a specific point in the game so i actually when i got to that point and the dlc didn't start i was like really like i was actually yeah. shocked that they just didn't put it in if you're because neil Druckmann, when he said this is my vision i, I want to make the game that i always wanted to make so i was like okay well you've always said that the left behind dlc was was originally going to be part of the game and then you left it out because you didn't want to make the game too long because back then we were only getting games that were like 10 12 hours and if you went over that people would lose their mind now we're getting games <laughs> that are 40 to 50 to 90 hours right but um I was very shocked that they didn't do that. Um, not to give anything away because I won't, but like the ending is different. So ha- have fun with that, everybody. So get, play the game. Um, and then, huh. <laughs> yeah. For better, I didn't um, know that. For better or worse, don't go into. I it. honestly, I'm not going to give my worse. opinion. I didn't give it in the. I didn't give it in the uh, in the review. I'm just going to say it's different. You said that's it all I'm going to say. And you'll want to get to it if you played it before. Go play it. it the, the ending is different. Um. Yeah. I really, really, really couldn't get over the character animations on how much it changed my viewpoint in this game, especially as a parent. When I first yeah. played it through, I played it, I finished it twice on the PS3, twice on the PS4, and now about to finish twice on the PS5. I wasn't a parent when I played it on PS3. I wasn't a parent when I played it on PS4. I am a parent of a daughter. So that first 20 minutes of the game was a lot to deal with with me. I had to literally put my controller down. I had to walk away for a bit. I, I messaged Sean Capri and I was like, I, I need to walk away for a bit because it was it was bad. And, and and my daughter was sleeping and all I wanted to do was give her a hug. So I couldn't play it for the rest of the night. I'm like, I'm done. Um, it, I They really draw you in. And I, I've even bought a PS3 just so I can play it again to see the difference because you could see you could see life in their eyes, not just in their facial expressions. So yeah. there was a lot... That, that really grabs you when you play this game. And then there's a scene, and I, I, we put it in our review, where Joel's on top of the Capitol building, and, he, and he, Ellie says something, and he just stares at her. And you can yeah. see in his eyes that he is in love with her. He is just like, and, and Tess is off in the background, and you can see Tess like shaking her hand because she can see it too. And I know when I, I, I went through and I tried to watch that cutscene again for the PS3 version, it doesn't hit the same way. So I was, some of these things that I saw, I started watching those cutscenes again on the PS3 version, and I was like, wow, they don't like just those attentions to details um, brought so much. And then the environment I found was more alive this time around. Yeah, like, definitely. the, the spores, they it looked like a fog that you could almost touch while you were playing the game. It, it yeah, gave more lifelike. It moved, moved around your character. Like Yeah, and that, then you had the rats. The, the one part, yeah, the rats were like, uh, rats don't necessarily bother me, but they're like, it made it look like the ground was moving. Yeah. But uh, with the spores, the spores are actually only part of the game. I was playing 
almost all of it in fidelity because I love going and taking as many pictures as I can with photo mode. So I want to have like the up res best experience so that I can throw it on. For future reference, like, when you go into photo mode, you can just turn on fidelity. So I played in performance, oh, I thought, but I went in photo mode. You can just change it. Oh, that's good to know. I, I still, I don't know. I like just going around the environment and seeing it naturally like that, naturally like that. But I know a lot of insomniac games, it just automatically turns it on. So when you go into photo mode, you don't even have to select it. It just pops in. So I know they did that with Miles Morales and well, that's, that's really cool to know. It would, I don't know if it would change how I would play. I found the frame. I'm telling you right now, play it on performance on new game plus. And you, you, you mentioned how you were getting attacked and they were, they flanking you. They definitely do that. Uh, left behind the scene in the mall at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I died so many times. Like it's so <laughs> hard to play that scene. Cause they flanked the living daylights out of you in that. Um, yeah. but I found the combat to be less jarring than I remember it on the PS3 and very smooth and very forgiving, especially once you've upgraded the sway on your gun and you no longer have the sway. I found yeah. the combat actually to be a lot better and more um, accurate. Also, I, I know you and I both discussed this while we were um, reviewing the game. The gore has been stepped up to a notch that I have never seen in a Naughty Dog game. It is, it's vicious. It's, yeah. Even I found with parts of The Last of Us 2, like it was really jarring with a lot of, you know, some of the animations that would happen when, you know, you were taking out an enemy. And I feel like they've incorporated a lot of that back into part one. But it's even even with um, Ellie, I guess I'm not spoiling anything. No, we're, obviously you play as her. You can, like, say, you can, you can <laughs> say characters' names. We're just not going to give off story beats. That's why I said, but, like, the uh, endings change, but you'll figure it out by playing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like just the animations now when she sneaks up on someone and and takes them out with, with her melee attack, it is so visceral and it's like quick stabbing motions and it's just like, oh boy, this is this is a lot. And you can you can tell she's hanging on to, you know, for dear life when when this is happening, but the animations are just so, you know, like there's blood that hits the camera and 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 uh changes the depth of field. I don't Maybe because I'm getting older, but I found, and I was even saying this to Cord as a plan. I'm like, I'm, I'm a little bit more sensitive to all this. I'm just like, I'm starting to cringe more. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I said, am I getting older, or is it something that Naughty Dog has has put in? But uh, I don't feel like they've they've overdone it. I feel like it does act as a as a device to push along the story and better reflect how brutal the environment is and how high stakes things are. Yeah, um, and for the, feel the same way. Yeah, like when it's, they use the shotgun. Like, the shotgun like rips, rips people in half. That's, oof. And the scene that every, like, I, I'm not giving anything away. The scene that's in the bar that's on fire, that we all know, that is one of the most graphic, probably now, to me, one of the best cut scenes in video games. The way yeah. they did that is now, uh, like, unbelievable. The and cinematography, the, the way they did that is, it's just crazy because they... The thing happens, and then they just cut to Joel and Ellie, and there's silence. And they tell the yeah. story in silence, and it is powerful. And I think that's, like you alluded to that before, I think it's part of the tech. Because I was, I was reading a little bit more about the improvements Naughty Dog made, and they actually put tear ducts into the characters' eyes. So characters now will cry in engines, so crazy. in the actual cutscenes, And if they are under pressure they will flush like they their, their skin their if they're in the freezing cold their skin will you know go a lot redder in certain areas if they're embarrassed by something or they're angry um naughty dog's always been the best in my opinion in the industry with animations like that and conveying character emotion but this just dials it up to a whole new level it, it's it's like playing a new game and i know people will freak out when i say this but i kind of wish they would go st- do Last of Us 2 and change the engine so we could get the... Because that's how good this is. As someone who is a very story-driven character, uh, that's the type of game I want. I, I like Assassin's Creed for the, the finding things, but I love the stories in those games. This game, after playing it, is my favorite game of all time now. It was there. It was in my top five. It is now there. This is the ultimate version. It also has me like, please, Sony, put this on PC. Let me rev- let me play it on PC. I want to. I want to oh, dial man. this up to full. I want this 4K 120. Let me play this in all the beautiful f- fidelities that I can try. But uh, this game, I I can't recommend it enough. And for those parents out there, because we at three dads, we do this. Yeah, do not play this in front of your kids. Do no, not make sure play this. they're like 18 plus. Very, 
very asleep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to go as, uh, you know, depending on the age of your child, I'm going to call you a bad parent. If you play this near them, around them, even if they're in the next, well, yeah, next room and they're like walking in and seeing parts of it. Don't, don't do that. Do not do that. It is, yeah, it is yeah, like, again, I'm almost in my forties uh, here and it's the, the violence and the, the amount of games I play, like more like, you know, I played a ton of Mortal Kombat, all of those things. And this is just even more realist. I think it's because the characters themselves are so reactive to the environment and so alive that it's just like, you feel like you're taking real lives in the game and it's jarring and no child under the age of 18, I'm going to say right now, <laughs> should experience this. Like, it's just, I'm laughing because I know Dapper Jr. right now is playing Halo Infinite, but, you know, he's only... It's Halo, it's spaceships. But it, yeah, it's a little bit different. This and it's empty. Whole, the world's kind of empty. Yeah, yeah. This is a whole new... Actually, he's playing multiplayer and he's getting real good. Like, oh, wow. really good. Yeah, eight years old. But, uh, yeah, no, back to The Last of Us. Um, phenomenal game. Don't play in front of your children if they are under 18. I but, did uh, find it funny that all of us took the same screenshot of the lake in the winter. Yeah. And that that is like it, a very jarring section of the game. And all of us oh, were yeah. like, I'm going to stop right here and look at this beautiful sunset over the lake. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think it's it's just the way it kind of goes, right? Like when you're, when you're doing it for the gram or whatever you're doing it for, <laughs> even though you're being pursued by like 30 adult men and you're like a 14-year-old a child. It's like, well, you know what? I'm going to stop and take some, some nice pictures here. But <laughs> And that was and the other thing. The photo mode, when you're in... Um, the cutscenes, it's unbelievable. I, I, I think it, I think it was you, Dad. Or someone put out a post today and was like, "Zoom in on the photo and look how crazy it is," because that's how yeah. much detail is in those photos. Just if you even on that like Twitter, you zoom in on that photo, it is um, it's pretty impressive. Like I, I will say this: the thank God Sony changed the app where you can pull up your photos now and get all your captures. Like thank you. I but Sony, if you're listening, can you please, 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 please? change the so that we don't have to record in the video format that you have us recording in so that it's easier for editors and everybody to switch over the video i know pez would like that i know ryan turfer would like that please please change it so we can change the format on xbox when you share and you capture video you can select whatever type of video uh, you can change anything so playstation please please do that yeah mp4 would be really nice well, I, thank I you agree. just do mp4 like a normal person <laughs> thank you yeah, when I bring everything onto my Mac, it opens like natively in Chrome. Like, yeah, I I, I totally am plus one for that. But I use VLC and then I can open it. But uh, yeah. Oh, and don't forget to pet the dog. Uh, oh yeah, you get the, the trophy. Videos. You get a trophy. Most now. importantly. Most. Importantly. I have so so. Can you? I can't still see my trophies yet. I mine haven't populated either. I'll, I'll I was, go back and look, but they were saying that they will not populate. They probably won't populate until. It hits street date, which is the first or the second. Yeah, like because we're allowed to show that we're playing it now because we had to hide it. For yeah. Everybody knowing we had to hide the game, and then so it didn't even show up on my like it doesn't even show up on my thing. It shows that I've because I know a f- friend of the show, Steve Vigvari, he's almost platinumed it. Like seriously, Platinum, this yeah. guy, I will not platinum this game. I am definitely going to do a second playthrough in New Game Plus and and get all those trophies. Um, but uh, oh, and for everybody, um, there are so many different difficulty settings on this now. You can play it on Super Baby oh, Mode. Um, on my second playthrough right now, I am playing on Super Baby Mode just because I just I'm just gonna go through it. Um, I even skipped the cutscene because I didn't want to go through that again. Um, but uh, there's so many accessibility features. I I can't recommend this game enough for people to go out and play it. Uh, and and good on good on Sony. Like it's just. I've just got so many friends in the community, like Steve Saylor, and and knowing um, for a gamer like him, uh, like a blind gamer that that just loves this art form so much, for someone like Naughty Dog to consult with him, work with him, and work with others in the community just to make the experience more accessible for everyone. That that's the way this industry needs to head and should be heading. And you know, when you play a game like this and it's just such a rich story-based experience. Like I wish more games would jump on board. Like I, I know there's games like Elden Ring that pride themselves on being impossibly hard um, and, and games like even Returnal, another Sony title, but it would be great to see uh, right, right away from the get-go, let people play it, uh, you know, the way they, they want, like for, I don't know if you guys like as dads, like playing something like Elden Ring, I really enjoyed it, but man, the grind. It, I will not insane. play that. <laughs> I won't even play it. So I won't even I, consider it. 
Court plays every game on baby mode and he's proud of it because I yeah, just don't have time started, for it. I don't have time I used for to it. Be like, I'm going to start this game on crushing. Well, like for, you know, naughty dog and kind of like uncharted vernacular, right? Crushing is the hardest because I want to get the platinum. And if I go through it, I can pick up some things, go back and clean up. But now I'm just like, no, I, I want to experience this game and enjoy it and not look for every teeny tiny little collectible. Um, I used to be more about that, like more trophy hunting. I still achievement hunt here and there, but I don't know, especially on a dad's podcast, I can very comfortably say this. It's just like, I would rather spend more time with my child or, you know, playing something else with him than endlessly hunting or endlessly grinding at the same boss that just keeps destroying me over and over again. No, thanks. Yeah. So give give me my tight 12 hour experience and I will be, on my way so happy with the trophy list i know in ps3 it was very punishing i played all the way through and i might have gotten like three trophies did they change the trophy list at all yes. or is it still yes. as there like, are some challenging there are some like just popping and you're like okay oh my god a trophy pop like i was when yeah. i pet the dog and the trophy pop I'm like oh my god you get a trophy for not finishing I love, the game i love that because but but you're right i felt that way on the ps3 I, I was like i beat the game but i have like literally one trophy and I found what I thought was almost all of the Firefly dog tags and things like that. But no, it it still is. Um, I think I only had four or five pop during my first playthrough. I, I was I, impressed. I, go back. Sorry, go I got all the Firefly tags without going through a walkthrough. Oh, That's how much I played the game four times. I got them all. I was like, wow. I was so like, my brain can't remember anything. I got them all. <laughs> but I didn't get all the optional conversations. Now, I will say this for, for trophy hunters out there. They've made the optional conversations a heck of a lot easier. Good. So before yep. you kind of had to like find them, you will actually, uh, like the triangle will pop. Like it, it, it pretty much yep. shows you off in the distance. Like it's and over there. Just go get it. It'll pop. And it's something like you'll be having a conversation with someone. And you'll be like, man, I hope this kind of continues. Or, or they'll give you a bit of a primer in the conversation. And then you'll just kind of turn towards that character naturally because it's like, okay, I feel like they have something more to say. And then you'll hear the very uncharted like, and then the little triangle pops up. It's like, okay. But yeah, the, the whole like, let me hide, uh, you know, little tidbits of the storyline through like you having to do all these like odd little errands. I, I don't, I don't love that. And you're yeah. right, Court, they've cleaned it up and yeah, I, I really like it. Has, as someone who hasn't finished, has what Court and Dapper shared with you, has that changed your mind? You feel differently about it than you might have. I know you've seen some of the footage cause you, you know, but I mean, what are your thoughts now? I got the whole spoiler review, so it's fine. Uh, but <laughs> no, oh, well. uh, so I, uh, uh, off stream, I told Court that like I'm willing to. I will. I want to give it a shot because a, it looks really good. So I'll sit here on my, uh, you know, 1080p, 144 frame monitor, play it on 60 frames, and have a good time. Um, so it looks really nice, and uh, I was very interested in his dad take. And as the father of two girls, I cry very easily now in my life. Ooh, buddy, uh, this is so, going to destroy yeah. you. Done, so yeah, gotta, I am okay. Disclaimer. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay with some pain. Um, so I said, I, I said I'll give it a shot, but I said I'm not paying seventy bucks for it. I'll wait until yeah, like, sale and give and give it a go. My my one story that I have with this game that before the remake has I I was playing it on my second playthrough on the PS4, and I was in my basement, and my father in law just happened to be there, and he was in his early sixties at the time. <laughs> And he walked in my basement and it literally was the very beginning of the game. And he sat through, he was like, oh my God, this is like watching a movie. I knew it was coming and I didn't tell him. So he's watching, I'm playing as Sarah, the thing is happening. And then everything else happens after that. He lost it. He started getting mad. They, this is not, how do you do, like, you can't do that. Like what, what it, like I was like, oh, and I was like, Alfie, calm down. He's like, no, that's not fair. I'm like, no, I know it's not, but like, it's a game. He's like, that's not a game. He's, he doesn't play video games. He knew not. He was like, that's not a game. And he stormed out of the room. Wow. Damn. Yeah, take that, naughty dog. <laughs> so I, what I'm saying, Pez, it is extremely powerful. And it, the thing about this game is it's powerful at the very start. Mm-hmm. It gets mm-hmm. you right off the start. And then it gets you to fall in love with characters. And it's not like Game of Thrones where they just start killing everybody off. They just, it's... Jesus, man, 
there are some powerful scenes. Like I, I will say this till I'm, but there's this, that scene that I was talking about before. That is the most, there's two scenes in this game, three. There's one in the cabin at near the end. There's one in the bar. And then there's one at, on, I say the one on the Capitol building, just cause I, I, I truly love it now. Just the look Joel gives some of the most powerful scenes I have ever played in a video game ever. I think everybody has that. Like they all have like their like specific moment that they tell people about. And I feel like this game has a lot of them. And I feel like a lot of people's are very different. And I think that's how, you know, you create a special experience. And you hit the nail on the head. I I think one of the most iconic uh, PlayStation moments, video game moments of all time for me is when they see the giraffes together. That is just, totally different and with the with the dual sense and oh that's one thing i want to touch on oh yeah we forgot about audio holy cow the spatial audio oh my god i had to take off my headset a few times because the scratching and clawing of the infected when you are just in a building and you know they're around but like this is perfect because dads will understand. You'll be playing a game. You'll think you'll hear something and be like, oh, that is my, my, my little one calling. So I got to get on this. The amount of times I had to like tear off my head, headset and be like, there's someone screaming help. Like it was, and the way they've done the audio this time, it's not like it just comes, oh, it's coming left and right. It feels like it's like up there or down there, below you, behind you, scratching at walls. It's insane. And the way that it totally messed with me was like, almost pt levels at time like it Ooh. was the audio the spatial audio with uh the the spatial audio engine oh i can't remember what it's called i put it in my review but it's the- it's 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 pretty much dolby atmos but sony calls it spatial audio so we'll we'll just 3d spatial audio but it's dolby atmos like i have it in it's- my basement so like even without headphones i get it but the dual sense will actually act as another mic and it'll actually give noises and cricks oh, and stuff no. like that oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. i hate oh, that no, i so if you Jeez. take the headphones off, the dual sense will actually put sounds off to the, they'll actually throw sounds for you. Um, and I will say the adaptive triggers for like pulling the bow and pulling a shotgun, each gun felt different as you pull the trigger. Totally. And even when you were healing, like you yep. could almost not look at the screen and you knew that you were healing because as the character was bandaging their, their forearm, you would kind of feel that like resistance. It, it's weird. It felt like, untwining fabric as you were like like there's a weird resistance to like untwining something i don't know how to describe it i sound crazy but when you do it you'll know what i mean but yeah the weapons all feel different obviously we've the whole like drawing a bow and the way how cool that feels like it's been done a lot but there's been some really i still find the dual sense to be of this this generation of hardware one of the most innovative things far and away like it's just so cool with what they have been able to do and continue to do with that that controller and it's no different for the for last of us part one i think it's safe to say the next xbox controller will have adaptive triggers and it'll have everything in it like phil spencer said it like we're getting we're making this controller like it he thinks it's the best controller like playstation is bringing out the the their version of the elite that thing's yeah. gonna be a monster. I can't wait for that. I'm the so edge, I'm, I know. Can't wait to see how much that is though. But I'm gonna get it. Well, hey, come move to Canada because it's gonna get add on an extra. You know, my guess extra fifty dollars. <laughs> my guess is probably three hundred USD. Three hundred dollars yeah. for a controller. Uh, well, they, I think it'll be the same price as the Elite. Well, so the Elite it, here in Canada is two ninety nine. Yeah, two ninety nine for the Elite here in Canada. So it's gonna be it. It's gonna be one fifty. I think it's one fifty nine for the Elite in the US. Is no. it? Oh, if, if they announce something crazy like the haptics are more responsive or there's a higher degree to the way it is on the edge oh i'm so in yeah like it, it before, looks great I, graphics 3d spatial audio i love it all on the ps5 and what the series x brings but for me i the biggest game changer from like right out of the box right out of the box my ps5 playing astrobot it was just yep. like okay yep. like this this is different this is next generation in my hands right now running over, you know, ice or feeling, uh, hearing it through the, the control. I know the controller was on the, you know, uh, the audio within the controller was in previous iterations, but man, when you combine it all together, it's like, okay, this is, this it's is even the light on the light bar on the, when you're playing the different colors change depending on the mood and the, the time of the day. Yeah. So that gets you to, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Can I please just mold the Xbox and the PlayStation together give the x put the the joysticks uh the the sticks make them make them uh like uh, offset offset the sticks uh, like on the xbox the but with the dual set i love it and no, then see, i love it too 
Yeah. I give me the features that they have inside the the Series X, like quick resume. Like playing this as a review, really, really, really want a quick resume. I, I didn't want to have to continue yeah. putting it in rest mode. Um, that that's that has nothing to do with the review. That's just yeah. that's just my one complaint about the PS5. They have the better controller by by uh, the widest margins by on margins, but. Uh, just quick resume, please. So I have a, a question about Last of Us. And yes. I think it's like the only negative feedback I sh- had from the first game is that when you'd be hiding, uh, Ellie wouldn't quite understand the concept of hiding and the uh, clickers would not identify her. So she would be question. hiding and being sneaky and Ellie would just be kind of roaming around literally nope. standing in front of clickers. That does not happen. Does that happen in this iteration? Because really? I think it did in PS4 as well. It happened for me. It did. So I didn't have that happen. I only had that happen in Left Behind. I had a lot of errors during Left Behind. I had uh, it crashed on me twice. That is a fantastic question because it's one of the first things I went at. Like I was hypersensitive because I was just like, yeah, that that was one of the big immersion breakers for Mm -hmm. me. And it is vastly improved. But it it happened a couple of times where I'm just like, oh my God, they're right outside this doorway and I'm here. And then Ellie just comes like running back through. Exactly. Yeah. Hold on. But it didn't happen as often as I remember. And if it did happen, she she blew it like they the characters would not respond so it's it, it's it's fixed it's not perfect but it's much much better much better. and the clickers are a heck of a lot smarter oh yeah yeah that's scary. so much smarter and when you talking about spatial audio the oh. clickers how they can throw their sound yikes that's all i'm gonna say that first scene it's, when yeah. you first meet the clickers for the first time chills it's a yikes and, and when they're shrieking, it's like if you are in a big room, you're hearing it bouncing off the walls like you would in an echoey room. So you think they're everywhere, very offsetting and uh, or sorry, off-putting. And yeah, I think Wob is going to poop his pants. He's going to Wob is not Wob doesn't I like horror that. games. So I, mean, I kind of did. The messed up thing about this is I love Last of Us. I don't know if I can handle this, and I don't mean because like it's don't it's play with all the wrong reasons. Uh, I can't. Don't. You can't play with headphones. You no, know, I, I, I think not only would I be too scared, I don't, so I'm a new, so I didn't play it on PS4 because I'm like, okay, I had my experience. I don't know if I could handle that first scene and I don't know if I want to. So like, it's one of those things, like, I don't know if I'm like ready for this game. Yet. You can uh, like also in general, like, I feel like it's so intense. I don't have an issue with the gore. And that's probably the only thing just like the, what you're telling me about, like how, hyper realistic it is for things that don't exist but you constantly think they are like you hear like dapper you hearing the sounds and thinking it's around you like that's or you hear little rats like, running around yeah. you and the rats come on yeah. the screen like i don't hear the water another, dripping yeah i don't the know of another experience the that would simulate that not even like a vr experience that exists today and but, that's very weird because vr like it hinges solely on being able to immerse you and the fact that this is doing it more than that like that's incredible and I don't know. I, 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 it's weird because they're doing everything right, and I'm like, that might be too much for me. But I, I know eventually I will. But I, I never thought I'd see that. I'd be like, I don't know if I can handle this because it's so good. You can skip and the cutscene right away. Like I did. Look, I pressed the pause button. You in the original times I played through in this game, you can't skip the cutscene unless you've already played the scene. Right off the bat, they're allowing you to skip cutscenes. I wonder if they'd be open to feedback of doing something like with no Russian in the Call of Duty series where it's just like they briefly explain this is what's going to happen. You don't have to play this and give you a trigger warning because I think especially for a lot of parents, um, a lot of people in general too, right? Like, yeah, if, if, if uh, my goodness, you know. People about to watch this TV show are about oh my to be gosh. People, oh, like, my, wife, people up. my wife doesn't know. She's like, I don't want to watch this game, but she'll watch the TV show in a couple of weeks when it comes out and she's going to get destroyed. And, I, and she's going to be like, you played this game five times? I'm going to be like, actually, six. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it really is. I don't think, like, like gamers kind of have a higher threshold for this stuff because we're trained to. You know, we've been playing all this garbage since, like you said, Mortal Kombat. Like, dude, if those, if those, God, if but Nana transcends was games. playing about Mortal Kombat saw what they saw now, they would, like, lose it. This so. game transcends games. I think this is the very, when it came out, it transcended games. It was the first. And when people get to watch this, on the show because it looks like they're doing it beat for beat. Like we saw that we as gamers, we all saw that trailer and we're like, that's the scene. That's the, the scene. That's so the good. Scene. It's oh, all in there. See, uh, 
Ron Swanson. What's the actor? Yes, he's Bill. He's John or Bill. Yeah, I was like freaking out. I'm like, this is the perfect casting because it's just like him as Ron Swanson as at Parks and Rec. He's he's like that. He's like very recluse and wants nothing to do with anybody. I cannot wait to see his portrayal of Bill. And There's, I oh. Bill for me too. I don't know if it was the audio or what was going on at the time. I kind of forgot about him as a character, but I will not forget this time. I just felt like it was just so much more fleshed out, but he was, he was hilarious. Like he was yeah, just no, like, so I hate you good. Get out of my face, but I'm going to help you. Like people like that are, are, are truly the, the MVPs where it's just like, you know, deep down they're they're good people, but they'll tell you where to go. <laughs> you know, so I think it's safe to say we're saying buy the game, play the game. Oh, yeah buy the game it's 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 not not around your children and it's, uh, i'm going to use this word it's a masterpiece uh, yeah absolutely there's a I reason concur. it's getting 10 out of 10s again this yeah. is the third release of the game and it's getting 10 out of 10s that's crazy now to play to play devil's advocate though um it still does shock me in some ways that it didn't kind of come as a definitive one plus two right like just not Fair. even if they did anything at all and pop that in uh, I think it could have been, it was already close in my eyes, but if you want to make this like an 11 out of 10, imagine going back and forth through different parts of the story and maybe exploring a little bit more about Abby. Like I know we weren't quite there yet. And I think a lot of fans maybe don't want that, want Abby in their part one, but just to kind of prepare people a little bit more for the the new characters coming coming in. I don't know how exactly they would have done it. But if Naughty Dog's going to tell us a really good story well, with... technically, she was in the hospital, right? Yeah. Because in two, we know she's there. Have walked by her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, not, I not still like think that, they should have put the Left Behind DLC. It actually would have flowed better if that Left Behind DLC was in there because it expands more. Because that's what they did in two, where they expanded more on the characters. And I think it would have expanded more on Ellie if they just gave it as one flow. And just the left behind wasn't DLC. It was just in the story. Yeah. And so I'm actually surprised to hear that. Sorry to interrupt you there. I, the reason I was mentioning Master Chief, I was going to be like, not like Master Chief in Halo Reach, where you have to like move your thumbstick to see that he's in cryo sleep. I don't know if you guys heard about that that reference, but anyhow. But yeah, no, and but uh, with with Naughty Dog, they don't do little things like that. Like if they're going to show you a character, they are they are going to really connect at some point. But. I, that's the only way I can kind of see making part one better is, is the, the deeper integration uh, into part two and adding a little bit more new things for players that are returning. That, that's probably my biggest critiques. Um, I mentioned the minor frame rate issues uh, going through certain spore hives, but they were, they were few and far between. Yeah, like I said, I had, I had a, the game broke on me twice. Just twice, though. Okay. I never had any game-breaking moments. Like, there was never any hard crash uh once for me and like i said i was playing in fidelity mode and you know towards the end of the game you have a a ton of the infected on screen and and nothing crashed so but it's the the you know in left behind when you're inside the warehouse and the uh, the three trailers and the clickers are everywhere Mm -hmm. it's there crashed to me twice when i was trying to just move the ellie was jumping on the on the box to get on top to go on the other side and she fell down in between the boxes and i and i was like so i did it the first time and it crashed and i turned off the game so then i'm like okay so i was like can i repeat it and i did it i'm like yeah works every time it crashes the game out which it is what it is other thing though to everybody nathan drake is in the game he was not in the last time he yeah, is in this game. Too. I put the photo out today. So he wasn't in the game. So I had to make sure because when I saw it, that's why I took the photo. I was like, wait a second. I don't remember that stuffy being in the game. So the it's dorm, not a spoiler. Right? Yeah. It's just an Easter egg. Nathan Drake is in the game this time. He's in it twice. And, He's and in the, the dorm room. Board, did you see the Uncharted board game? Right. Beneath? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they've added some more Easter eggs. There is PS3s all over. You, you, you hit a certain point in the game where you are in and around an, an educational institution. We'll just leave it at that. And there's a there's a dorm area that you have to cut through to, in order to progress. And everyone owns a PS3. So way to go, yes. Sony. <laughs> way, to, way, way to keep the PS3 in there. And it's the old fatty. Like, it's the big, like, oh, oh I, I love that console. I know a lot of people are just like, oh, but, uh, you know, that, that had a hard launch. But, man, I, I really love that console. And the way that Sony turned it around with the PS3 was just insane. Masterful. Also... If you want to have some fun, there is a record store at one point that you walk in. If you want, 
those records are real records, but they're not named the right bands and they change the f- images. But I went through, like, there's a Misfits record, there's a Pearl Jam record, there's the uh, Velvet Underground record, but, like, they're not called that. So I was, I literally stopped there. I took a screen, screen uh, screenshot and then I was, like, going on the internet. I was like, I think I know what that album is. And I was going through because in Last of Us 2, they made it way more obvious. Like, every single Pearl mm-hmm. Jam album is in it, plus the actual Lightning Bolt. But in this one, I was like, I never thought about that the last time I was in there. And I was like, oh, wait a second. I'm going to do that. And same, I want to go back into Left Behind and go into the arcade and see if those games are real. Because that's obviously what they do. I want to see if there's like a hint to the next Naughty Dog game. Because like Ubisoft does a phenomenal job at that um, because it's fun. Like they put Valhalla in Division 2. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla there's posters all over the place in Division 2 Pez was the one who found it the very first time I was playing with him he was just like this is weird and we were like standing in Division 2 and there's like enemies killing us everywhere me and Pez is our two characters just staring at a wall but um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's there's a really fun Easter eggs in this game, so there's there's some added things. There are some there are some changes. There are some things that you know. I'll say it before I'll say it again. I think it's a masterpiece. If you didn't jive with the game the very first time, I don't know if you're going to jive with it again. I'm also uh, part of me was hoping that they would put their multiplayer in. I know there's a lot around that, but that's going to be a free. At least it's something because. Last of Us has, I would say, one of the best multiplayers since SOCOM, if you're a SOCOM fan. And it was very interesting how they did it. It's not going to like blow. How do I put it? It's it's what it is, and it does it very well. It was yeah. what I mean, it was, for. It was a surprise. Yeah. A you get shot. Following. You're not dead till the next round. You can craft stuff. Some of those weapons carry up. It's like Counter-Strike-y um, in that respect. But it was very good to the point where like me and my buddies like played it on PS3 recently. Like Actions is or, amazing. But they said it's coming. Yeah. I think with the service, this is just my guess, educated guess here. That is going to be a free on PlayStation Plus, whether you have whatever version it is. It'll be Sony is making a very big push. This will lead into what we're about to talk about. They're going into free to play PC. And obviously now they're going into mobile. They just purchased a studio that makes mobile games. And that could be a killer app. When you yep. talk about you want to make a free-to-play killer app to really push PlayStation Plus, well, here's Last of Us Factions. Like People are going to be... And a way that you could just roll out um, in terms of just cosmetics, weapon upgrades. Um, I hope Again, I hope they just keep it as cosmetic Yeah, I don't, want, tra- not, I don't not, want Uncharted characters in the game. I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't or, like clothes. Uncharted, if you can fine. get Drake clothes, I'm fine with that. Like, you can wear... Th- that's yeah. another thing. Because you can do it in the game. After you finish the game, I forgot to mention this, you can go speed run, but there are cheats, like almost like a game genie. You get points as you play the game. I didn't realize I was accumulating points, but at the end of the game, I had like 600 and something points for things that you do inside the game. And then you're able to like have unlimited ammo in your next playthrough, um, have this. I don't know whether they affect your uh, trophies or anything like that, but you also can unlock skins and you can wear a Ghost of, uh, Ellie can wear a Ghost of Tsushima t-shirt or she can wear a Uncharted t-shirt throughout the game. So you can do those type of things. I would buy some of these t-shirts. I saw saw what you were talking about there. I want those t-shirts. Me too, so badly. Let's get it done, PlayStation. Seriously. Come on. You're listening. Make it done. Make it happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know. So I'm glad we got to talk about Last of Us with two folks who had played it. Um, and I, Cord, I know you touched on um, the mobile piece very quickly. Uh, so what is it? French company Savage? Yeah, it was, I called it Savage. That's no, fine. it is Savage. I'm just making this up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pez, what are we at? Uh, about 53 minutes in. All right. Yeah, so we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk, so about, talk about Savage Game Studios. Yeah. My, my quick opinion on this is this is what my hope is. I'm hoping as someone that loves um, companion apps for games, I'm hoping we get companion apps for the big hitters on PlayStation, especially games that you are changing your loadouts and all that kind of stuff, or you can upgrade characters. And um, because they at PlayStation, Sony Santa Monica has a phenomenal companion app on MLB the show that I use daily. Um, and I'm also hoping to be totally honest here that we can get a, um, you know, Astrobot mobile game. 
I would play that game on my phone all day long. Yes, sir. Yes, so I like that. Give, give me some of those. Like, it, it, I know mobile used to be this thing that no one wanted to hear, but I think it's time to get over it, and we can get some good mobile games. Yeah, that's my I quick just, opinion on this purchase. I just hope they move. I was going to say, like, it helps the, helps the back end a little bit more of, you know, their their sort of play everywhere initiative or what they're working towards to sort of compete with Xbox. Again, I'm I'm all for it, too. But I, I think Quartz, you know, correct and more like on the course right now, what this means is likely more companion apps, likely things that will just help to support, like, the central experience on an actual console. But you, you never know... That's the best thing about all this competition as of late. The companies just keep trying to one-up each other. And, you know, without Xbox Game Pass, you're not going to have PlayStation Plus. Uh, Without certain cloud gaming uh, initiatives coming out of Xbox, you're not going to have that from PlayStation. So you you might have gotten it, but just not at the same click and, and, and ferocious pace. So it is just amazing to watch these two companies try to out innovate one another. And uh, yeah, but I'm all for it. I, I don't know how I'm starting to feel, though, about all these mass acquisitions. I don't... It's going to take a while to kind of pan out in terms of, is this been good for the industry long term? Or is it going to start to stifle some of this creativity that we've been enjoying, I would say, over the past, you know... Well, I, I guess since since sort of the inception of what we still call, you know, next gen Xbox Series X and uh, S. What have we PS5, had? Cre- I'll, I'll, I'll throw a question at you, and because I know, and I'll throw it at everybody. Have we had innovation? Have we had as much innovation as we had during the PS3, Xbox 360 era? No. Like, have Have we mm. had that? Studios aren't developing themselves; they're just buying other people, and like that's fine. But yeah. like that's it. Like that's why you don't see more naughty. Do- like Sony lucked out. That they had all these internal studios that were just great. And now they have to buy other ones because they're not like making new studios. And the ones they are, they're not making a uh, Days Gone 2. Like, you know, the ones that are doing something different and crazy, they're like, it's very good. Um, They're just like, you know what? Work on something else. And I love it now. It's like the news is wild. I think actually earlier this week, uh, you you brought it up. Variety said that Amazon was buying EA and then the stock price shot up and then the, some outlet came and said like you're wrong and you're dumb and then the stock price <laughs> shot down it wasn't just a you're wrong they were basically taking shots at Variety for like just the, the audacity and everyone's like getting whiplash from this news like it's 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 crazy and the fact that this news was wildly untrue at least at the time and everybody believed it shows that we're just used to that I wonder if any like FTC investigations are going to start to start with some of these uh, acquisitions because if you float a rumor, you can very easily tamper. Like if Seriously. you have, like you got you got to think about it. Like the, the the actual stock fluctuation that Amazon and EA enjoyed for a little while there was just like insanity. That that could have made somebody millions if if there was you know some insider trading. But yeah, I'm I you are you guys are hitting it like the nail on the head. I people are getting more excited about the monopoly board of the video game industry being bought up by one company or the other. I want to see just I want to see new games. That that's where I get the most excited. It's it's kind of interesting to you know think about okay if if company A purchases company B, what's the long term effects going to be? Is this going to be in my Game Pass library now? Hey, that is awesome. But for like the long term like effects, I I don't know about all this and I. I do think it is the mass acquisitions are stifling a lot of innovation and some of these game companies when they are, are purchased um, that's like rare for me personally comes to mind. Like I'm a huge banjo fan and a lot of the games that they had coming out, like I love sea of thieves and all I really do, but where's my banjo? Where's my blast corpse? Where's jet force Gemini, uh, even Goldeneye, right? Like all these things that were rumored, like I'm happy Microsoft purchased rare and could keep the company going but what if i I always have that what if in my mind what if they didn't acquire rare and what if rare kept developing for nintendo what type of innovation would we have seen underneath nintendo right like right now again i'm really happy about some of the things that rare has done under xbox but there there's a lot of holes in in my heart especially with series like banjo kazooie which i'm just they got to do something with it People are going to get mad when I say this, but 
I wish Insomniac made one of my favorite games of all time, which is Infamous. And then they made Spider-Man. They did a phenomenal job making Spider-Man. But what happened if they didn't and they made a new IP instead? We've got a million Spider-Man games. We're going to get... All Insomniac's going to do now is make Spider-Man games. So they've already uh, said we're not getting another Infamous. It ain't happening. The last Insomniac game on the Xbox. Oh, man. Oh, Oh, Sunset Overdrive. Unbelievable. Overdrive. I love that game. I don't know why I was drawing a blank on that, but that, that's what I'm, I'm kind of talking about with like these mass uh, acquisitions or one developer just slips into one uh, barn of one platform permanently. What, you know, what did we, it, it's kind of like multiverses. It's kind of like Dr. Strange, the whole like, what if idea of like, well, you know, I want, I wanted the best Spider-Man game. And I think we are living in a gaming timeline right now with the best Spider-Man game we could ever hope for. But would I want to trade that off for like five other new or well, two to three other IPs that we might not have ever seen. Right. But I, I don't know. I, I'm a pretty big Spider-Man fan. So I'm, I'm, I'm Dang. really, it's, it's phenomenal. Pleased. I'm pleased as punch here with what we got. Like, don't get me wrong, but I also just, you know, part of me always wonders like what else, what would have they continued to innovate on or what other IPs, what we would, we might've seen. If or, uh, Hey, how about this? Why don't we go back, make Bioshock again now, fix the ending and then make the best video game ever. That's true. I agree with that. Give Wait, me, Bioshock how about Infinite? somebody buys ghost? No, uh, buy, make the original Bioshock. Okay. Change Remix the ending. Bioshock. Cause the ending is terrible and the game is amazing. But make it look like now, and then Waba won't be able to play it because that scene when you're in the theater it would scare the living bejesus out of him. There's so many jump scares in that game. I just oh man, I love Bioshock. Do you like Bioshock Infinite is one of my favorite games of all time. The ending alone, with well, not, I don't want to get too spoilery, but there's an ending that, that <laughs> you got yourself that explores multiple lighthouses and the fan fiction and the fan theories that cropped up at the end of interpreting Bioshock Infinite's conclusion, nothing else has come close. Nothing. Like, I remember explaining the storyline of that game to my wife and what happens. And just, we were driving to, from Toronto to Niagara Falls at the time, and she she was actually listening. You just, just like, okay, I don't want to hear about these stories anymore with your games. But with <laughs> that, she was like into it. She was Stupid like, nerd. Wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh man. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite, I can't really uh what's called pump that game's tires enough i love that game so there you have it you here yeah i'm just listening i'm just a listener in this podcast pez is a sponge he's absorbing absorbing i'm the i can't wait to see i can't wait for you to stream the last of us i so i if i'm gonna play it i'm the first time i play it i'm not playing it on stream yeah you can't two reasons no you can't two reasons i I agree you should the first is I want to play with my Pulse headset. So I want to experience the, the spatial audio. And then Great secondly, call. if I'm if I'm playing on Twitch, I'm not going to be able to absorb the game as it's intended. Because then point. I also have to. Your audio cut out. Oh, I thought that oh, was I, No, I accidentally hit the mute button on my arm. Uh... So then if I'm playing it on Twitch, I can't uh, absorb the game as it's intended. I have to also be the streamer with the noises and the silly junk and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So <laughs> I, I can't wait for the text from Pez. Pez is just going to be like, I hate you all. Yep. And I hate you all. Because it's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, more than I mean, that text more than I usually send them. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, this this will be the I'm, I'm crying and I'm a big man baby right now because I'm crying. You imagine that, like Pez I cried this four series, times. And then you hear like a clown noise. Four times I cried through Last of Us remake. Why would four you times. do that to yourself? It makes no sense. It's really, it's like uh, this interesting, like commentary on the human condition. Why do we love survival horror so much? Why do we love these stories of just like think about Uncharted? It's a little bit more light and cheery than something like The Last of Us. But The Last he of kills, Us, he up. kills way more people than Joel ever did. <laughs> He murders oh, everybody yeah. in Uncharted. That's There's a meme I've seen where it just shows the dead bodies keep dropping uh, and Nathan Drake standing beside it and like making jokes and chuckling and going like this. And they're like, oh, Uncharted is so fun loving. And it's just dead body after dead body. Oh, and listen, he's killing him for treasure. 
It's not even like noble. Tuxedo, so we're, we're it's okay. <laughs> okay, fair. But um, no, well, yeah, I guess I guess now that you're bringing up the body count, it kind of like really stymies my argument here. But um, I don't know, like just the the overall themes and the dark tones in The Last of Us, and it's it's picked up all the Game of the Year awards. Not to say that Uncharted hasn't, um, but man, we we love our our dark for foreboding storytelling, right? <laughs> it's well, Uncharted Four. Think about it. Uncharted Four was the darkest Uncharted. Yeah, because when they're on the island, that's dark. Yes. It's very dark undertones. Like they change there. Uncharted Four was extremely good at using the weather to tell a story mm-hmm. and to set mm-hmm. the mood. And I would almost say that The Last of Us does it unbelievably. Like when you're in that building and the water is cascading from the floor, Jesus. It's just yeah. it's it's dystopian. Oh man, I could keep talking about this game. It's just so yeah. good. So overall, this is three dads and a dapper tux approved. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, like so many thumbs up, so many, so many tuxes up, <laughs> wing tips up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting my suit, uh, my suit dry cleaned as we speak. I have to wear one for the first time in like four years. Should have worn it here. No, there you go. Come on, yeah. your full t- full tuxedo. I was happy at fit. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> true with this pandemic living we've all been there holy so thank you so much for joining us dapper dapper tux everyone if folks want to hang out with you when you're not hanging out with us where can they find you uh you can catch me on all the socials at dapper underscore tux i also write for best buy canada along with mobile syrup and have my brand spanking shiny new blog dappertux.com where you can catch everything i'm i'm doing there plenty of reviews fashion tips it's all there so yeah lots lots of places to uh, to seek me out that's for sure excellent well thank you so much for joining us again thanks for having me i, I really appreciate it guys had a great time thank you and if you had fun please make sure to check us out on youtube.com slash three dads in a console where you can watch us live just like the fine folks in chat we had Saguba steve we had nicholas johnson we'd save the game media Robbie, Bobby Miller. So thank you folks for joining and you can ask us questions, interact with us. We'll chat with you. Um, drop us a like, drop us a subscribe, rate us on iTunes or Apple podcast, whatever your podcast platform of choice is. Five out of five. That's right. Stars. No. Mm-hmm. And we will see you in the next episode. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. <laughs>